All right. Um, I can't say buenos dias because it's actually buenas noches. Um, recording this, driving. I'm going to bring you a race recap. Let's just put it this way. Cruise control is a really good thing because the legs are a little bit tired. Even though I lathered myself up, self up with uh, PR lotion, which did help. Um, whoo, boy. I'm pretty toasty and pretty uh, frayed at the edges. But uh, anyhow, I wanted to bring this to y'all uh, because, like, like sooner rather than later, because, you know, uh, race recaps, tomorrow morning I'll wake up and I'll have forgotten some of the shenanigans that happened today. And so I wanted to bring you uh, a more accurate picture. So here we go. Uh, race recap, pace bend road race, um, a, a Texas classic. This is one of these that it's like, you know, if you live here and you race in the state of Texas, this is kind of, and you're a road racer, this is like one you definitely want to do. Um, we had some athletes that we coached with the Williams Racing Academy that were doing pace bend for the first time. So that was awesome. Uh, I got to talk to a couple of them. They had a great time uh, doing the event. Just scenic. It's on Lake Travis. It's in a state park, so you don't have to worry about traffic. Just a, a great event. Um, actually, shout out to one of the athletes that I coach personally, Reggie Janitis, who took second in the category five race. So it came down to a bunch sprint and um, Reggie was able to muster up a sprint that he had actually never done before. Uh, even in training, when we trained sprints, uh, he just, he dug that little bit deeper, which is awesome because that's what we want in competition. And uh, he was able to grab second place. So good job, Reggie. Um, all right, my race, the, the pro one race, I believe we had like 50 guys registered. Let me, let me actually, let me start from the beginning. Um, so late start time for pace spend, uh, 1230 was the scheduled start time. I'll get to that in a second. Late start time. That's awesome. I love it because uh, I got to, uh, I got to hang out with my kids and my wife yesterday and uh, we watched a movie, went to bed and I was able to get up. I had to get up super early. I was up at 515 breakfast, coffee, the whole nine, driving by 6.30, but I was down here, you know, 10 o'clock or so with a couple of stops uh, to go to the bathroom and such. And um, yeah, so just plenty of time. Glad I got to drive down morning of, just get a nice drive in and uh, and just, yeah, think and uh, be thankful for what I get to do. And so arrive at the race, it's all going good. Preparations, I got plenty of time. I'm doing my thing. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm always trying to do better at is to get a process pre-race, right? To, uh, you know, have numbers pinned, have bottles filled, have your your trainer set up if you're gonna if you're gonna you know warm up on a trainer. Like, have all of that done and be looking at your watch. I'm a guy that likes to talk a lot, so I've got to be cognizant of the time, making sure I'm not get, getting carried away in conversation because then you're fumbling, then you're running and, you know, putting on PR lotion takes a while and, you know, like, you know, getting your food, you know, in your pockets and all that takes a while. And so all of a sudden you're fumbling. So I did a good job with that. Hopped on the trainer, uh, did my little, you know, prescribed warm up that I like to do that, uh, that we also give our athletes to just kind of get ourselves... Um, out of just slow rolling in the parking lot or on the on the you know roads out there, get me ready for action. Um, the action was was going to be delayed by quite a bit. Remember, I told you 12:30 was a scheduled start time. We didn't get racing until I want to say 1:30. Let's just say that. Um, and then so tied to that was the fact that we had to be out of the park by a certain time. 
So the race went from 80 miles to 68 miles. You know, it's kind of one of those things. What would you rather have had? It doesn't really matter. That's what the race was. We're going to race 68 miles. Who cares, right? So anyhow, flag drops. We're racing. Um, interesting race. This is an interesting race. This is a race that typically is like held on a, a circuit. Uh, I think it's 10 kilometers long, about six miles. And um, just a, a fast course. Uh, it, it's got hills, but the downhills seem to help you carry speed into the uphills. And, and I mean, it's just got a high constant speed that you can keep. Um, so it's kind of a 50-50 as to whether you're going to get a sprint finish because it all stays together or whether you're going to get a breakaway. Um, today was was the latter. Um, and so I, I think long story short, because I, I'm kind of not remembering much because my day consisted of pretty much doing one thing, but um, a, a breakaway went today and it was odd. Uh, it was a 12-man move that went it went early i think on lap two or lap three of 11 um and we weren't in it like elevate we had uh we had five guys um two of the guys are on the pro team one of the guys is the team director uh and then two guys me and mark are on the uh, on the club team so kind of a hodgepodge but uh but we missed the move right uh we would have liked to have had our pros in there obviously to be able to seal the deal those guys went one two yesterday so congratulations to them they obviously showed that uh you know they can handle their own business because mark and i weren't there but they missed the move and we missed the move collectively and so it was kind of one of those things where it's like all of a sudden everybody's looking at elevate right and um this is the blessing and the curse of kind of being on that club team is guys look at me the same way they look at the pros and they're like okay what are y'all gonna do about it you know and um so i had a decision to make and it's always a tough decision for me because i i'm given full reign by uh you know the, the director heath blackgrove like he always gives me full reign if there's pros there he says hey you can do your own thing dude don't worry about trying to help us do your own race it's fine um but you know here's the thing there were 12 guys up the road everybody's looking at elevate I'm watching Kyle and Lucas, the two, the two pro guys, young guys, super talented kids. I'm watching them like flog themselves on the front and, and the gap isn't coming down and they're not getting help from anybody. And I'm just doing the math thinking, uh, yeah, two on 12 and there, and it was a powerful 12, by the way, like it was a good solid group up there thinking that's not going to happen. Uh, so me and Mark, uh, bit the bullet and just said, you know what, let's go help these guys out, you know? And, um, uh, I was happy to do it. Two reasons. Number one, I want to see these kids succeed. Um, I, I like these kids, and uh, and I, and we're kind of not on on the same level team, but we're on the same team. And then the second reason was there's 12 guys up the road, man. Like nobody wanted to to really help, and it was kind of one of those things. Like guys had, I understand some people had people in the move and all that good stuff, um, so they weren't obligated to to pull. But it was one of those things where if 12 are up the road. We're racing for 13th. Even me, myself, I'm racing for 13th. And if I play Sammy Save Up and sit in, you know, to try and get 13th at best, I, I, I didn't want that. So I got on the front and uh, that was the majority of my day. I mean, it's kind of boring, but that, that was it, right? I'm working into the rotation with, uh, you know, the other three Elevate guys for a while. We were the, the Lone Rangers up there, you know, doing the work that the gap was like 130 then it'd go to 115 110 then it'd go back up to 115 i mean it was kind of we were making very little progress but it's 
four on 12. So, I mean, it was kind of to be expected. So I think, I feel like we did a pretty good job, you know, with just four. Um, and, uh, and at some point, we kind of called the dogs off. We're like, man, we've got four. Like, what are we doing? You know, we're going to burn ourselves out and it's just going to be all for naught. So we kind of backed off. And at that point, other teams were like, oh, okay, maybe we'll put a couple guys up there, you know. And so then we got a, a little bit bigger rotation that wasn't just four guys. And um, gosh, it was like we got the gap down to 50 seconds actually at some point. And it was looking maybe promising uh, because Lucas and Kyle can sprint. So pretty confident that they'd be able to clean up. But at the end of the day, fast forward, it wasn't to be. Uh, I think those guys had a minute and 10 seconds gap at the at the end of it. Maybe it was more than that. Who knows? Because I think there were some games that started to get played at the end. Um, so so that was it, you know. Um, that's kind of bike racing. We missed the move. So textbook tells you, you know, you get on the front and try to bring it back because if you're racing to win, that's what you do. And uh, so that's what we were called to do. And we did that. I was happy to do it. Like I said, I'm super tired. Um, legs felt great. Legs felt awesome. Um, you know, realistically, I think that any of us could have been in that move. We, we just missed it. It was just timing is everything. And um, we obviously weren't paying attention. We obviously weren't in the right position. We obviously didn't react when we should have, maybe second guessed ourselves. I can't remember exactly what was going through my head specifically. But we missed it and the train rolled without us and that was that uh but you know the confirmation is there the uh the form is definitely there uh heading back up that way to lago vista next week saturday sunday racing uh probably one of my favorite races of the year if not my favorite race of the year um so that'll be good so that's kind of the race recap it's really kind of boring uh i don't know fun little stat i was burning like over 900 calories an hour so i mean i was I was working, we were getting after it. We were putting in our share of the work up front and uh, I guess I'm well enough to drive right now and deliver this to you guys. So all said and done, the, the fitness is pretty good. Um, I wanted to mention one more last thing just because I think it's important to mention just to kind of add some validity, not that they need it to the, uh, to the second echelon podcast. So this morning while I was making pancakes and uh, I, I periodically pretty much uh, every other morning or whatever, I, I, I stream the second echelon podcast, the newest episode and just kind of work through it. Five minutes here, 10 minutes here, 20 minutes here, whatever. And um, it was good. This latest episode was things that you should be doing to be race ready. Um, and one of the things they talked about was your bike position, right? Like being able to be in the drops and just finding a position that is comfortable for you not necessarily needing to slam the stem just all those kinds of things and i just wanted to bring this to you guys just as something um that was that that i did that was really really helpful for me today um so i changed out my bars this last week and it wasn't for anything less than my other bars are getting kind of crusty with salt and uh and so i changed them out because that's not safe so I changed them out and at the same time that I changed them out, obviously you gotta take off the shifters and you know you gotta redo cables and all that other kind of stuff. Well, when I when I went to put the bars back on and I put my shifters back on before you put your bar tape and all that, I just experimented with with bar position, right? I just experimented with um I feel like my stack height is good, like my spacers where my stem is and all that. But I wanted to experiment with like, you know, how tilted my bars were and where my shifters were and everything. And uh, can I tell you that I found a, a really comfortable position and it was really cool because um, 
this is going to be weird coming from a guy like me that's been racing for a long time, but I spent a lot of time in the drops today, probably more time than I have in any other race that I can remember. And, you know, a big part of that was just finding a position that, uh, that was comfortable for me, finding a position where I'm comfortable down there, like in that position, you know? And, um, so it, it's great because it was actually kind of windy today. I think we only, quote unquote, only average like 25 miles an hour when we normally average closer to 28 and uh, because it was so windy. But man, being in the drops, I think really, uh, really helped me conserve energy. So anyhow, all right, y'all, that is the race recap. Pace Bend 2019 is a wrap. If you raced, I would love to hear how it went for you. Um, did you like it? Was it cool? Uh, how'd, you, how'd you do? Um, Anyhow, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon.